This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And this week we're talking about Dream Supermarket. Yes, or Dream Grocery, which I Dream Grocery, that's right. I think it's going to be the name of uh, how many times have we come up with like the name for a first album? This we're finally going to re- release an album. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is our first album, Dream Grocery. Dream Grocery from Spilled Milk. Yeah. The band is Spilled Milk. The album is Dream Grocery. What's the cover going to look like? Oh man, I think that it's going to be that picture I once took of you standing in the Broadway QFC here in Seattle, holding a cake. Holding a cake. You yes. look so cute. You look so like wholesome. That's true. We should we should link to that picture in the show notes. I think we can do that. Okay. And uh, yeah, I look really cute. You do. You look adorable. Oh, one thing before we get started. I wanted to let listeners know, as you know, we're no longer on Facebook, but listener Ben created a place to talk about spilled milk on Reddit, and that is reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk. So you can go there. You can comment on episodes. There's like a chat room. You can chat with other spilled milk listeners. It seems pretty wholesome so far. Great. Just like you. Just like me. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. holding up a cake. Perfect. Okay, so I think, oh, so, so the, the gist of this episode is last time we had this idea of like talking about what would our dream grocery store be like. Mm-hmm. And I think we should go through kind of department by department. And I think memory lane is just going to come up naturally along the way. Yeah. Screw memory lane. Let's screw just, memory let's lane. Let's just That's, get right to it. Yeah. Let's have pave. We... Let's let's pave memory lane and put up a parking lot. <laughs> Nice. Nice. You know, um, it used to be uh, it, it used to be a parking lot, but now it's nothing but flowers. Oh, I thought you were going to say it used to, this used to be my playground. Oh, that too. <laughs> but you know the Talking Heads song, Nothing But Flowers. I do because you introduced me to it. Oh, no, great. then I listened to it and I was like, okay, I have heard this song. Uh, okay, great. Well, that we're going to do a cover of it on our first album, Dream Grocery. <laughs> So, yeah, let's go through department by department. And 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 we should also specify that our dream grocery isn't just about the foods that we carry there. It also No, it's about the people. <laughs> exactly. It's 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 about the decor, it's about the parking lot and uh, Matthew, you know, actually I know where you're going to begin. Let's begin with the parking lot of your dream grocery, because I think I know what parking lot it's going to be like. It's not going to have one. Is that what you're thinking? Oh, no. I was going to think that it was like the parking lot of Life Grocery. Oh, oh that it's like- a bi- that's a big bicycle parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that it's like the parking lot of Life Supermarket in Nakano, Tokyo. Yeah, my, my favorite supermarket in the world. Like, my, my dream grocery is not going to depart a whole lot from Life Supermarket, and that's okay. But we should say that Life Supermarket uh, sits on a, a street corner, and it has where there would be, like, a small parking lot that in the U.S. would hold, like, four American-sized cars. <laughs> right. In Nakano, this thing is, like, stacked with bicycles. It like, is stacked. row upon row of bicycles, and it is a delight. I love it. Yeah. Okay, Matthew. So let's start at the bakery, shall we? Okay. One time I went into this suburban supermarket in Tokyo. Um, I'm going to say Tokyo so many times in this episode, everyone's going to hate it. Yeah. 
and they had a bakery section and the, and the name of the bakery was Dunn Brown. I love this name so much. I'm just going to steal it from my supermarket and we're going to have like a supermarket style stuff. Not like not like artisan bakery stuff like, you know, big fluffy croissants, puffy white bread that we call French bread and uh, that sort of thing. But done really well, like baked nicely, uh, you know, using good ingredients. But, uh, you're going to you're going to love this stuff. But wait, you wouldn't go all the way to just like make a good croissant or like a good baguette? <laughs> um, okay, we'll have a good, we'll have one good baguette for when you come in. Oh God, jeez. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like I want, see, it's, it's so tempting in this exercise to want to say like, okay, we're going to have like a counter from my favorite restaurant with like, where you can like order off their menu and we're going to have, we're going to take my favorite bakery and stuff it in there too. Like I want it to still have like a real supermarket kind of kind of vibe to it okay well mine's gonna have an everything vibe like an everything bagel okay, it's gonna fine. the floor is gonna be paved with sesame and poppy seeds no just kidding <laughs> no um <laughs> thank you for laughing at that. No, that's pretty funny no, i'm imagining okay um like Every week I vacuum and like I don't enjoy vacuuming, but I do enjoy cleaning the dust out of the vacuum after vacuuming. It like like wraps around this like tube inside the vacuum head yes. and you get to like pull it off. It's very satisfying. Um, so I'm just imagining what it would be like if I vacuumed up the, the poppy seed sesame seed floor of your supermarket. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. OK. The mental image there I'm going to leave our listeners with for a little bit. Okay, that was a little bit. Um, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> we, we just had a moment of silence for for the, the pop, the poppy seed and sesame seed floor. R.I.P. Okay, all right. So Matthew, unlike you, I do want a counter from my favorite bakery in the grocery store because at least in the city where you and I live, some of the best bakeries do not sell their bread anywhere outside the bakery. That's and true. I. For as much as I love when I am in other cities and countries doing that very, I think of as a very European shopping thing where you go to like the butcher and you go to the bakery and, you know, you've got your like ones, you've got, you know, individual places for each item. When I'm designing an American supermarket, I want it all in one place. All right. So I, I I want my favorite bakery at any given time to have a little stand in my supermarket. And when that bakery stops being my favorite bakery, I'll just kick them out and bring in another one. But the other thing is, I really want there to be... So my, my theme is that I, I want... Sorry, I'm still laughing about how you're going you're gonna to be like the overlord <laughs> of your supermarket. Like, you must go. Yes. You, you come in. Pack your bread and go. No, I want my supermarket uh, bakery section to have basically all of the things that I could ever possibly want in a bakery ever. Okay, so I understand. I want really good shokupan. And if that means flying it in from Tokyo, well, uh, car Carbon footprint be damned. Cool. Yeah. So, so your so far your store has a has a high carbon footprint and is is kind of an oppressive work environment because nobody knows when they're they're going to get kicked out of the store like on your whim. Yeah, and it, at least the floor used to be paved with everything bagel seasoning. Okay, can I can I for contrast read a thing that that I wrote about my store? Oh, sure. Um, I said like uh, to avoid having my uh, supermarket become Matthew's Palace of Global Pantry Cultural Appropriation. Um, the buyers and the executives team uh, will be BIPOC with cultural ties to the nations and immigrant communities that the store draws from. So that's where I'm coming from. Oh, Matthew, way to make me look bad, man. <laughs> also, I want to specify that at my store, um, the workforce will be unionized and employees <laughs> <laughs> will be able to put on their their favorite playlist to play in the store. Matthew, I feel like we're in some like middle school debate thing <laughs> yes! where we're like practicing, yes! <laughs> like uh, like selling our company to shareholders or something. Oh, oh we're on Shark Tank. We're on Shark Tank. Whatever. Okay. Yes, with that thing. Dragon's um, Den, as okay. they call it in Europe. Can I finish my bakery section? Yes. I also want there to be... So when I first moved to Seattle to go to grad school, I lived in this apartment kind of near the Roosevelt Whole Foods. And the Roosevelt Whole Foods at that time sold these chocolate cupcakes that they made on the premises. They were like perfectly moist like really chocolatey chocolate cake. And then on top was this thin layer of ganache that kind of partially cracked, partially bent under your teeth. I know exactly the item you mean. I remember it well. 
I want those in my bakery. And then I also want those little Japanese rolls that come. It's not a roll, but it's like an individual bread that comes individually wrapped in plastic. You can buy it. Um, I can buy them at Central Market, Wajimaya. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, anyway, I want the matcha flavored one. Okay. To be there. I want the, the uh, while we're stealing things from Whole Foods, I want the Whole Foods morning roll. Oh, I haven't had it. Oh, it's good. Okay. I don't know if okay. they still make it. Probably. Matthew, anything else about the bakery? Um, no, I think I'm good. Oh, oh, there's going to be a Mr. Donut stand. All the oh. stuff I said about not bringing in all my favorite stores, I lied. There's going to ah. be a Mr. Donut stand. It's going to be just like a little tiny stand, and they're going to have like the Ponder Ring and uh, whatever the current specialty, special uh, promotion is. Like the current, currently, I think it's the tiramisu whip. Oh, God. I hope you're going to have the sweet potato ones, too. We can the, have the sweet potato ones, too. Whatever, yeah, whatever's you. on special. Okay. We'll okay, cool. What about, okay, so what usually comes next? What about the produce section? Okay, the produce section, like, basically it's going to be the same as Life Market in that you'll be able to get Taiwanese cabbage, uh, negi, which are Japanese leeks, like the thin uh, Asian eggplants, like all all the stuff that I like to cook with that isn't necessarily available at uh, my local Western supermarket, bean sprouts for making pad thai. And the only difference from uh, Life Supermarket is that not everything will be individually wrapped in plastic. Perfect. That That is, that's great. How about yours? So I actually had Taiwanese cabbage, it, it, you know, in my produce section as well. I think Taiwanese is, cabbage is the best vegetable. It is the best vegetable. I don't understand why. So for instance, Central Market, which is up a little bit north of where I live in Shoreline, they have a much better selection of um, ingredients from all countries in Asia. So they tend to have a lot of ingredients that I can't find at my local supermarket, but even they never have Taiwanese cabbage. Like, what you, should, is so, you should talk to the buyer. What is so difficult about this? The other day I was in there and I saw that they had like kraut cabbage or whatever, like these giant, I mean, huge cabbages, like bigger cabbages than I've ever seen. And I was like, I don't know, man. How many people do we think are making homemade sauerkraut right now? Versus all the great things you can do with with like one good one, sized Taiwanese cabbage. You yes. can make like uh, zakushi style salty cabbage. You can make an okonomiyaki or a rice yaki. You know, you can make a coleslaw. You, you can uh, you can do anything you yes. can do with green cabbage and more. Yes. Okay, hold on. I'm not done. Okay. You know what I hate? I hate it when I go to get some basil to make pesto, and all there is is either, yeah. like, the living basil plant, you know, that you're, <laughs> or like... Or, like, a tiny little clamshell of tiny... basil with three leaves in it that costs two forty nine. Exactly. I want my grocery store to have, like, big bunches of basil, okay? Yes. None of the little, like, tiny clamshell situation. And I want it to always have escarole. It drives me... Oh, yeah. I love escarole so much. And, you know, I, I know that it is a seasonal thing, but uh, at least American supermarkets, most supermarkets around the world, I believe, have a certain set of things that should be seasonal but are there year-round. Can we add escarole to this set of things? I think, I think that's a great idea. Okay. Fruit? Anything special about fruit? Quinces? So, so I got to say, I really love that I can go to PCC here in Seattle, Puget Consumers Co-op. I think that's right. And that they reliably, like in whatever season it is, have like a huge array of whatever the fruit that's in season is. Yeah. So like right now. Quince. I've been... Right now it's quince. I don't actually, I don't know if they have quince right now, Matthew, okay. but I get that you're trying to drop quince into this episode. I'm trying to drop, drop a quince. <laughs> do you need it? Like, do, do you <laughs> do, need? Do I need a minute to go drop a quince? Is <laughs> yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now let's, let's give a moment of silence for your fallen quince. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say is that I have gone to PCC twice in the past two weeks just to get like a wide variety of apples to make applesauce with right now because they've got like all the heirloom apples that are growing in Washington state right now. And that is so cool to be able to get in a grocery store. That is very cool. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Mine will have that too. Okay. Great. Great. Okay. What about meat? What okay. about meat? I went first on produce. You want to go first on meat? Yeah, my meat section is pretty small. 
I'll be honest. Because, don't, don't even start with me. <laughs> okay. Because um, I, I just I just don't cook that much meat, and so yeah. I, no, it, I think it's absolutely okay for this supermarket to be like designed purely around your preferences. That's the whole point of the exercise, right? Yeah. So there would always be ground beef. There would always be ground pork, and there would always be Skagit River Ranch sausages. Yes. The bratwurst in particular and the uh the sweet Italian sausage. Um oh and the breakfast sausage. Yeah. And there'd probably be some pork, but I personally would like all of these things to be uh like, you know, grass-fed, pastured, etc. Oh, and now now you're trying to be sustainable. Now I- <laughs> Wow, am I full of contradictions? <laughs> I'm a regular Walt Whitman. Go on. In mine, okay, we're going to focus on like two styles of meat, like thin sliced stuff for hot pot. There will be some good, like good quality ground beef, and ground pork, but there'll be like thin sliced meats for a hot pot. Like I've been, I've been uh, buying but once a week or so the uh, Wajamaya uh, sliced sukiyaki beef, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I use it for sukiyaki, but I also use it for Philly cheesesteaks. I like put it in stir fries. It's great in yakisoba. Like, I can always make use of that. Um, And then there'll be tough cuts for braising uh, beef chuck, pork shoulder, chicken thighs. That's the stuff I like. Man. Wow. Okay. God, yeah, you cook so much more meat than I do. I do, yeah. You make it feel so approachable. Like, why don't I do these things? But then when even when I make, like, your meat recipes at home, I'm still like, uh. (laughs) I mean, it's like... Cooking more meat is not really like a goal that should be on anyone's list. So no. I think you're good. No, no, I know, I know. But uh, I, I think part, I think part of what I'm saying here is I'm so tired of my own cooking right now. Oh my god, am I tired of cooking and eating my own food? Okay, well we're going to be getting to like the deli section soon. Oh great. Okay, wait. Let's do seafood. Seafood. Okay. Okay. All right. This okay. is the yeah, okay, okay 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 you go. I th- I think this this is the thing where the part where maybe this is going to depart most from the American supermarkets that I'm used to, which do not have very good seafood sections. So at Life Supermarket, they have a wide variety of sashimi plates available in this in the uh, seafood section, and they not only have a freshness date, but they have a freshness time. Like you know, eat this by three p.m. We are absolutely going to have that. There's going to be very fresh mackerel because that's my favorite fish. And uh, we're going to have wild gulf shrimp, which is among among the most sustainable and most delicious of shrimp. I, I feel like I don't really I, I know that wild shrimp are the way to go, but I never think about gulf as opposed to other wild shrimp. Are there pl- other places we get wild shrimp from on there, the West Coast there of the U.S.? Are, the reason I say gulf shrimp is like it's. it's Probably like the most bountiful source, but also it's like close enough that you can fly them in fresh. So the only time you're, you're going to see fresh shrimp in Seattle is either going to be like Alaskan spot prawns or wild gulf shrimp. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think my local grocery store the other day had some gulf prawns. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want there to be, I, I'm right there with you with the shrimp, preferably. I'd like the shrimp to be shell on, but I'd like it to be magically already deveined. <laughs> That exists. Yeah. No, I know it exists, but I, I need it to be there always for me. It's like the ones that are sold for peel and eat shrimp. Yes. Yes, I get that. Okay. Uh, all right. Matthew, the other thing I want, and feel free to make fun of me all okay. you want, but I <laughs> No, want, I would never. I want them to have Dungeness crab, and I want it to be boiled in like properly salted water. Oh. And like seawater. I mean, have you ever had Dungeness crab that like somebody has caught and like boiled in actual seawater? I haven't. I've had very little crab in my life. I feel like this is (sighs) something you need to introduce me to. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, just this past summer, we rented um, the home of a friend on Lummi Island for a couple nights and got out there. And it turned out that the one person I know on Lummi Island, I texted him to say that we were in town and he was like, I just caught some crab. Do you want some? I mean, this (laughs) is a fantasy, right? Yeah. I drive to his farm. He has a paper bag with like two gorgeous, huge Dungeness crab in it that are like barely still warm from the pot. Okay? And this is gonna, this guy is going to be at your supermarket and you'll just like come over to the <laughs> counter and he'll hand you a bag. 
Uh, anyway. What's what's his name? Let's give him a shot. His name is Riley Starks. He okay. runs a bed and breakfast on Lummy Island called Nettles Farm. Oh, uh, I've heard of this. He is a delightful human being and a real advocate for for reef net salmon fishing, which is okay. yeah. uh, d- d- been done by tribes uh, along the Salish Sea for a long time. And anyway, so, but Riley had caught this crab and had cooked it in seawater. And this was... This was, I should say, not the first time I had had crab cooked in seawater. Mm-hmm. I am going to rub it in. <laughs> Thanks it's, for specifying that. No, no, but I, I used to be married to a man who um, who really got off on things like <laughs> like going out and, and catching crab, which, let's be clear, I get off on too. Yeah, okay, I get now, it. Now you know all my kinks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying like I'm trying to like set aside in my mind like names for for the for your supermarket because at the end I think we're going to try and name these and like Molly's Crabgasm has to be up there. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so um, it it makes such a difference to have super fresh crab and to have it cooked in properly salted water, like seawater or water that you've added salt to. Uh, wow. I come to Washington state when COVID is over and see for yourself, everybody. Molly will hand you a bag when you get off the plane. (laughs) Yeah. Go, go stay at Nettles farm. Mm -hmm. I've never stayed uh, there myself, but Riley is a a lovely human being. Well, except now he's going to be working at your supermarket as, as a contractor and you're going to threaten to fire him every day. (laughs) Oh, that's true. That's true. I'm going to be like, you got to stay. You got to, you got to please me and be my favorite or you're out. That's right. You're going to, you're going to have one of those temperature guns that you're going to point at the crab sack. Yes. And, uh, and like, if it's not like still warm, like like 110 <laughs> degrees each time, he's out of there. You know what I was, I, 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 Matthew? I have <laughs> what, to, what were you? No, hold on. I was going to say that when I when I went and got the crab from him, and I brought it back to the house where we were staying, it was me and Ash and June, and I was like, shit. I am going to have to be the one to clean this crab. Mm-hmm. And this is usually a job that I would want somebody else to take on. But there was nobody else there I wouldn't to even do know it. how. Well, I looked up a uh, friend, YouTube, of, friend right? of the show's, uh, Becky Selenguts. Of course. YouTube video for how to clean a crab. And I did it. I bet it. we could link to that in the show notes. God, I did it. It was super empowering. It was super awesome. Three cheers for YouTube for making it possible for us to do things for ourselves and not wait for other people to do them for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, we we are going to link to Becky's crab cleaning video in the show notes. Just look in your podcast player. Maybe Becky will come to my supermarket and do a demonstration, like, every day. Okay, <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, on, on your, how to clean Is your crab. show going to have, like, TV commercials? Uh, probably, but hold on, Matthew. We have yeah. to get through. Let's go to the okay. bulk section. All right. I like a good bulk section. Like, I want there to be, like, really high-quality mixed nuts, or or not even necessarily mixed nuts, but, like like, a mixed nut bar. Where I can like make my my own perfect nut mix. Yes, I love that idea. And I want there to be dried chilies. Oh, a lot of different varieties, good quality, fresh, freshly dried. Uh, and I can just like take as many as I want. I oh, mean, I have to pay for them. No, that, I don't have to pay for them because it's my store. That is brilliant. I love that. Okay, my bulk supermarket is going to have uh, like corn nuts in it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my bulk section. I don't know if you've noticed this. This is probably at your local store too. But I've noticed both at Ballard Market, which is sort of my neighborhood supermarket, and the local PCC, that they now sell, yeah, these corn nuts like as big as like hominy kernels oh nice oh my god they're so delicious i first bought them for myself when i was having a bad day and i was like i need a snack to have with my glass of wine can the bin be labeled big ass corn nuts yes yeah yeah sure because i'm thinking on the on the commercial like like when we have a sale there's gonna be a commercial and i think i want the the, uh, megan the stallion song cash shit to be playing on the commercial and it will not be censored perfect Great! I, can't, I cannot like, wait. Like you know, you're gonna be, kids. Kids are gonna be like in the living room. Like did did she just say titty fuck in this, in this TV commercial? <laughs> 
<laughs> she um, did. Okay, so wait, hold on, Matthew. We Actually, got- no, I think I think DaBaby says that. Never mind. Okay, we've got a lot more supermarkets to get through, dude. Uh, <laughs> okay, what, yes, we do. Okay, what would be on your cereal aisle? Anything in particular? For sure, okay, like cereal takes up a lot of shelf space, and I don't imagine this being a really huge store. And so we're going to carry like maybe 20 cereals and only like my personal favorites. So like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Frosted Flakes, Kellogg's Genmai Flakes, from Japan. Oh my God! Why have I never had those? Oh, they're so good. They're they're brown rice flakes. They're great, dude. You um, never told me about that. Next time, <sighs> um, a granola a granola designed by and created by Molly. Oh, uh, and the uh, s'more cereal. Oh my God! Okay, uh, what I had was you know in addition to all the regular cereals that I enjoy like frosted mini wheats and and cinnamon life. And Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, my God. Got to have Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, we would have um, the Honey Made S'mores cereal and also my own granola so I don't have to make it myself. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there's some there's some nice overlap between our stores, but they're definitely not exactly the same. Just no. look at the labor practices. <laughs> okay, Matthew, what about like what about snacks? You know, like what would be n- not exactly like the prepared food section? Yeah. But, like what like snacks could you go in there and grab? So I, I couldn't think of like anything Actually, here that would wait, really, yeah. Wait, should we have this overlap with the prepared foods? Because it's all kind of hmm, like because there would be onigiri. Is that what you're thinking? Well, and I'm also thinking of like a particular soup I want it to always have. I don't think soup is a snack. Fine. I, I mean, I think I think it's fine to snack on soup, but I think if if uh, if someone said what's in like <laughs> what's in the snack section at your store and you're and you're like soup. like did you hear the question fine okay okay snacks let's just go straight snacks (laughs) well but i mean but then when when i was thinking about the snack section i was like i'm not really sure like what i could say to distinguish the snack section from like i I don't have a problem with any supermarket snack section i guess like uh they have cool ranch doritos they have peanut m&ms i'm good Okay. Okay. Well, I oh, they should have cheese. Oh God! Yes. Yes. The super super cheesy cheese crackers from Japan. Yes. Oh my God! That's such a good idea. Um. Okay. I want them to always have. So I never buy this in the supermarket right now because I don't want to spend money on cut up fruit. But yeah. I would like there to be some like perfectly ripe, really good cut up pineapple. Oh yeah. I would real. I could really go for that. Uh. But I don't want it to be as expensive as cut up pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> usually is. So I this mean, is where my oppressive labor practices are going to come in. You can also just like and, run it as a loss leader. It's your store. Oh, that's that's a good point. Okay. I want there to always be some small uh, small sizes of cheeses that I like. You know how at your local supermarket uh, in the cheese section, do they have like a little basket where they put like ends and stuff like that? Like yes, little pieces do. of cheese that are like $2. Yeah, I think that's called an end cap. Yeah, that's not an end (laughs) cap, dude. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I want there to always be cheeses that I like in there. And I want them to even portion up some like uh, little cheeses that... Like, uh, I've talked before on the show about the Vermont Creamery Bijou, which is like a, a, a crotin-style yeah. goat cheese. Well, it's like eleven ninety nine to buy two of those as they come packaged in a clamshell. So I want to be able to just buy half of one wrapped up in that little basket for like two bucks. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I really want that. I want there to always be blends of a couple different olives that I like. Of course. Um, And I also want, of course, for there to be onigiri. And I want there to be like Japanese kombini sandwiches, which are also... okay. I mean, you know, they're not unrelated to things that you would see... I feel like in some European chains, like you see some sandwiches like that in France. I think of you, you see sandwiches like that in like the Pret chains in yes, the UK. Yes, absolutely. Oh, wife of the show, Lori, likes to talk about how like one of the most bizarre experiences that I've ever had in my life. I, I feel like some percentage of listeners will be like, yeah, that is weird. And like a bunch of other ones will be like, that seems normal to me. I was uh, I was working in London. England for a couple of weeks because the company I was working for was based there. And, Wait, who uh, are you? I've never heard this before. Yeah, this was when I was when I was uh, living in New York when when uh, wife of the show Lori was going to grad school and I was working for this weird internet startup and they were based in London and they would send me over there sometimes. Wow. Okay. Okay. God, Matthew. Wait a minute. What other secrets have you been keeping from me? 
Oh, I got some juicy, juicy stuff. I'll tell you. I'll tell you off mic. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, so uh, when I was there, I was working with this guy from New Zealand who was like the head of IT. And one time I said I was going to, to I think it was Pret-a-Manger, and said, can I get you anything? And he said, uh, get me a couple of sandwiches. And I said, what kind? And he said, oh, any kind is fine. And like what? to me, that was like, like that's crazy. <laughs> like, no. how can any kind be fine? No. Like, some sandwiches are better than others. And like, I mean, I know like it's fine to disagree about which are your favorite sandwiches, but like any sandwich is fine. Well, so hold on. Is the end of this story that you got to Pret and the sandwiches were just like all so, uh, so attractive and nicely packaged and well balanced that you believed in, in his new approach to sandwich choice? No, I just like picked a couple <laughs> sandwiches and felt weird about it. And he was fine with them. Wow, what a weirdo. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't th- I don't I don't want to call him a weirdo because like I think there are a lot of people like that, probably. I really? can't be the only one. I can't imagine that we have many listeners like that. No, maybe not listeners to a food show, but yeah, no, I, I, I get it. There are a ton of people in the world who, who, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't like when care I think about this. This, this seems like more of like a uh, like a highlight of your personality than a character flaw. Because I, I kind of wish I could be the person who could like breeze into the sandwich shop and just give me whatever. Like That's I'm good. True. That's true. You know, yeah. any kind of sandwich would make me happy. The few parts of my personality that like could be classified as easygoing, like or the yeah. few facets of me that are easygoing, I'm so proud of. And like in what? fact, there are so few of them I can't name any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I wonder what they are. <laughs> no, okay, wait, Matthew, hold yeah. on. As you noticed, and as you remarked to me when we first traveled to Tokyo together in 2017, I. I'm very easy to travel with. Yeah, that's true. And like you're you're also like not I don't I don't know how to say this in a nice way, but like not not germaphobic. Oh, um, yes, that's true. I'm not. No. And uh and that's and that's why you're an anti-masker. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Not no, true. I'm this not. is not true. No, I am not, Matthew. <laughs> oh man, that is the that is a low blow. I know. Oh god. Okay, Everybody, that is that is that false. Is not true. I wear a mask. Every time Me I too. leave my property. <laughs> Me too. Um, but, but let's but be like, clear. My like property we, you know, we shared bath water in Japan. Like we're always like like in normal times when we record in the studio together, we're always like slobbering over the same spoons and stuff. Like that's, that's very easy going, I think. That's true. I like that about us, Matthew. Me too. Okay, let's um, go on. Oh, okay. The, my so my, in my deli section, that we we've gotten kind of the, to the deli section, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna have a salsa bar with oh. really good freshly made salsas—a roasted tomatillo salsa, a pico de gallo, maybe made multiple times a day. Um, Whoa, that's awesome! The cheese and deli meat selection is going to be like De Laurenti in Seattle, but not the prices of De Laurenti in Seattle. Mm, okay, so okay. like really great Italian deli. I think you're you're probably gonna. This is going to be your loss leader, maybe. I think it's going to be my loss leader. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have like cheap ass mortadella. Okay, and we're gonna have bentos. There's gonna be like a big rice cooker full of hot rice, uh, and oh, uh, like we'll add hot rice to your bento when you when you pick it out, like at a bento shop. God, I love this. This is so great. I love it. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. I feel so good talking about this dream grocery. Like, this this is is really working for me. This is kind of like the other evening, Ash and June and I, we were getting June into bed, and we started talking about where we wanted to travel after COVID-19 is behind us. And we spent, like, 20 minutes talking about, like, an extended, like, multi-stop vacation and what we would eat in each place. And it was so pleasurable. Oh, yeah. I highly recommend this kind of, like, mind travel. Yeah, no, uh, and, and like planning a vacation is is usually the best part because nothing nothing ever goes wrong in your in your planned vacation. Yes, yes. Although what I really like is when you plan the vacation for me, Matthew. That's true, but like yeah. but, but I do get grumpy when things don't go as I expected. That's true. Okay, fine. But, but anyway, then I get over it cuz cuz there's like a donut or something. Yeah. No, no, there's there's always a donut. Okay, so Matthew, I feel a little bit torn about whether this belongs in snacks or whether this belongs on like the chip aisle, but I want there to 
always be available, like large size bags. And I'm not talking like the bags that cost like $3 and have like two ounces of chips inside. Yeah. I want there to be share size bags of my favorite chips always available at my supermarket. And those used to be called Big Grab, and I don't think they use the Big Grab branding anymore, but I like no, but, Big Grab. But the Big Grab is still intended to be for one person. Yeah. I want the share size, and that's why I'm confused. That's why I don't know whether to put it in the snack section, because I don't expect that you're going to finish this in one Wait, sitting. Is there a size of chip bag in between the Big Grab and like the full size? Well, the full size is usually quite small, though, these days. There's yeah. usually there's usually like the little like lunch size. Then there was the big grab, which you could find in convenience stores, which was like a big single serving. Yeah. And I think I think that's like now the standard snack size. And it's like maybe three ounces and the and the regular size is seven ounces, I'm guessing. Well, I think like kettle chips, for instance, the regular size is, it's, it's is like... It's less than seven ounces, isn't it? It is. I think it's like five ounces. Yeah. So I am forever, in my normal grocery store life, I'm forever buying like three bags of jalapeno-flavored kettle chips okay. just to get us through the week. Because one bag is like... Uh, uh, like Two and a half servings. Okay, so, so but are you saying you want you want bigger bags or smaller bags or the same no, bags? No, I'm, th- okay, I'm so I, I confused. Think, I'm sorry, Matthew. Here we need to. <laughs> we need. We need. <laughs> Who knew that? Like of all the places in the supermarket that you could end up in the weeds, like the chip aisle <laughs> would okay, be where so Matthew, everything falls apart. And like your your buyer is like standing there with a clipboard, like what the fuck is going on here? Like no, I no. just want to order some chips. So Matthew. Then let's move this out of the snack section. We're going to go to the chip aisle now because what I want is the the snack size chips are fine. They're fine. So I Uh want some of those in my snack area, including like Cheetos, like original crunchy Cheetos, flaming hot Cheetos as well. So on the chip aisle, I want there to be the big bags. They're called sharing size. Okay. Okay. Or like party size. Parties. Okay. Party uh, okay. size. Oh, That's... Pa- okay. Now I understand what you mean. I was I was imagining sharing size meant like like no. like a king size candy bar where that, it's really designed no. for two. No, no. I want there to be big ass bags of all my favorite chips because, like, some of my favorite chips, for instance, are kettle brand or like smaller brands like that or or at least like not like Frito Lay giant bags. What am I saying? <laughs> I I don't know. It turns it turns out chip <laughs> chip uh, sizing is more complicated than nuclear physics. No, what I'm trying to say is my grocery store never carries large sizes of the chips that I want. Okay, so so to summarize, the thing that you just took twenty thousand words to say is you want your favorite chips, but in big big bags. Yes, that's what I want. <laughs> Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances. Like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it. No charge. <laughs> uh-huh. So like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet. You, totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you yep. can use. And they have the built-in Alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier <laughs> when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm-hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see nobody, that. Nobody. Yeah. So like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Okay, let's let's uh, throw a little raft to our listeners and let them know <laughs> that uh, we are Never. We, we are uh, picking back up where we left off in the dream grocery uh, because where we're picking up is kind of in the like snack prepared food section because I want there to be a soup station. Yeah. Yeah, I really want a soup station, not because I have like fond feelings for any of the soups that ever show up in other people's groceries. Uh, I see where you're going. Although my daughter does. Oh, my God. She is a total nut for like chicken noodle soup from Ballard Market. And the other day we were... God, I can't remember what we were running some errand and she was hungry and we stopped at PCC and she picked out soup. That's great. As the like, thing to like eat, to eat in the car. Hungry. Yep. To eat in the car. Yep. We sat in the parking lot. I let her come up into the front seat and um, oh, she had her first experience with oyster crackers. Oh, nice. Yeah. She had chicken, uh, chicken and rice soup. And it was a little undersalted, and she had grabbed a pack of oyster crackers because she was very curious about why they were called oyster crackers. And so I was like, oh, drop one in, in your soup and see how the saltiness improves. You know, Do I know soup. why they're called oyster crackers? I don't either. Oh, God. It seems like we're going to need to do an oyster crackers episode. I think we should. I, I like oyster crackers I a love lot. oyster crackers. Okay, but anyway, all this to say... I want a soup station in my dream grocery. I want it to have sopa de pollo from La Carta de Oaxaca here oh, in nice. Seattle. It's a really, a really rich chicken broth with like big chunks of zucchini, chayote, carrot, uh, cilantro in it, and big chunks of chicken. And I want that to always be there. And then I think I would also enjoy a good chili. Like Matthew, I mean, like what if you're chili? Oh, was this in is a my great dream idea. grocery. I You're mean, right, because like the the soup station at a grocery store always seems to me like like not really better than canned soup. I agree. Like it's kind of similar, which is not bad. I eat canned soup all the time, but like if it if it was something a little special, a little elevated, I would I would go to that store more often. Well, and I think that I, I would wind up for some reason, like I can't imagine buying like a quart of soup at the soup station and taking it home and serving it to my people for dinner. But if it was But if it were really good, oh yeah, I would. Even though a quart of soup from the soup station is expensive, I mean compare it to delivery from a restaurant. It's nothing. Yeah. And I mean, if uh, the soups you're talking about, I think would have to be quite expensive. But again, it's your store and you can price things any way you want. Maybe this is going to be another loss leader, uh, <laughs> a loss pen penultimate. What's the second thing? I, uh, loss second place. Loss second oh, place. Oh. <laughs> if it's not a loss like, leader. Uh, well, I know win place or show. Oh, perfect. Yes. Lost place. That's going to be... Okay. Uh, I've been writing down as we go possible names for your grocery store and lost place is going to be one of them. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Matthew. Uh, you, okay. We have you ever been to... I don't... I, I think it still exists. The the uh, Canadian, maybe Western Canadian uh, supermarket chain called Overweighty. No! <laughs> What? This is real. Who it's, did this? It's over W A I T E A, and the story is that it it uh, that it descended like from a general store where they would give you like if you asked for a pound of tea, they would give you a pound and a half of tea because because of their generous spirit, and so it it was the like the overweight tea company. And now it's overweighty supermarket. Oh, I could not love this more. It's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matthew, wait a minute. Are we ready to leave the soup station and go somewhere I think we're else? ready to leave this. Oh, I was thinking like I want I want like a tom, uh, tom yum goong, uh, oh. like a, a you know, Thai uh, shrimp, shrimp soup. Oh, my God. Would that does that have coconut milk or no coconut? Milk? No, that would be a tom ka. Okay. All right. So it's it's the uh, it's like the thinner, thinner broth. Very sour. Oh, and spicy. Yes. Oh my God. I love this. Um, oh, you know what? When you like at some Thai restaurants, when you get to tom yum, uh, it's it's served in like like a serving like a soup terrine that's that's sort of sort of shaped like a bunt pan. 
um, and and has a heating element, so it stays hot. Ooh. And like, and it's like it's like a, a circular uh, vessel with a with a with a kind of a hole in the middle. I want a big one of those that you can that you can ladle your soup out of. I love this idea. I okay. I had not thought of reinventing like the the hardware of of the soup station, but I like what you're doing here. No, I love reinventing hardware. Wait till yeah. <laughs> wait till you see what I've done with the hammer. <laughs> Let, uh, okay. Here's the sneak preview. Two peens. <laughs> well, <laughs> silence. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right, Matthew. Uh, beverages. Okay. Are, are we in like refrigerated beverages? I think or... we're in refrigerated beverages. So the main thing I want that they don't have at my local QFC, but do have at Life Supermarket or Oajamaya is Oi Ocha brand bottled green tea. Ooh, it's just an unsweetened bottled green tea. It's uh, it's pretty good, but it's like the thing I always want to get from like a, a Japanese vending machine or anytime I go to Oajamaya, I will buy one of those and drink it. Okay. I want there to be hot beverages in little bottles, like in Japanese vending machines. Oh, nice. Like a royal milk tea, that sort of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I want that to always be there. And I also want some pre-batched cocktails. I want it to almost be like a, yeah. like a, like a bulk section for pre-batched cocktails. Like there are like there are these taps and there are like maybe jars or something with lids. Yeah, this wouldn't be abused in any way. Absolutely not. No, but this is this. This is yeah, yeah. I know this is this is a dream. I had Um, a dream last night. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna share this. Not because it's not because it's dirty. Just because it's boring. I had a dream. I had one of the dreams. One of those kinds of dreams when you scream aloud, like you. I you did, that's yell what I did last night. Aloud. I, I, I drive my spouse crazy. I do this probably once a month. Yeah, my poor spouse had to wake me up as I was yelling at the top of my lungs. Do you remember what was happening in the dream? Because in mine, we were late to the airport. That's oh. why. I, <laughs> that was my fucking stupid. <laughs> Like, it's it's not even a problem that we actually have at the moment, and I can't even enjoy that. Oh, Matthew, I have had um, a real, like, the past week has been, it has been a week of anxiety dreams for me. I had a dream, you are going to love this because you know my mother. I had a dream. Tony Negroni. That Tony Negroni wanted to, like, that that she had a neighbor or something whose house she thought was really beautiful or really cool. <laughs> And she knew that they were going to be gone and she wanted me to come with her and she wanted us to sneak into their house and sleep there. (gasps) Oh, this is so great. And we did it. Except they came home the next morning before we were out of there. And I sort of intercepted things. And by way of explanation, I wound up throwing my mother like telling a lie but still throwing her under the bus and uh-huh. really basically making her look like uh a, a <laughs> like unhinged. a creep who would, who would sneak into someone's house exactly exactly um and i i i didn't want them to know we had spent the night so sure. i think i said something like we saw that a window was open and so we came in to make sure everything was okay wow or, good excuse right okay but then matthew i was confronted with the problem that in order to fully get us out of the house, I also had to take our two suitcases and a cooler that we had brought with us. Oh, wow. This was totally going to ruin my whole yep. like story. So I was trying to figure out how to get out of the house without anybody seeing the suitcase. Was, was this one that you... Or the cooler. Oh, my God. This one that you were, that you, uh, like, were screaming when you woke up? No, no. This I had a few days ago. And I woke up and okay. was super stressed out about it. And then the next night, Matthew, I had another dream involving a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait, should we? Does, are you trying to tell me we should be talk, we should segue to this freezer section? Oh yes, thank you. All right, yeah. um, we haven't done. I don't know if we finished with beverages. Also, I think the thing I was yelling when I when I I think it might have been this morning <laughs> or or uh, yeah that uh, that I had that dream. I think I, I woke up yelling something like, "Oh, you gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> When I when I wake myself or us up screaming or yelling, it's always just an incoherent strangled scream that okay. it's taken me like a while to get up like the momentum for. Oh yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. <laughs> oh, life. 
Okay. So how about all right? So you want hot? You want hot cocktails? <laughs> no, 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 no. You want these hot are... beverages in in bottles and cocktails on tap? Yep, that's right. I want both of these things. Oh, and also there was so Ash and I. The only like really big trip we've taken of our relationship was we went to Greece two yes. years ago, and we were on the island of Milos. And each morning we would go to like one of the two bakeries in the town we were in and we would get like a spanakopita or like a little cheese pie or something to take with us to the beach to have for lunch and we would also get a big bottle of water and sometimes I would get a bottle of this like sweetened iced tea that was in the the refrigerator with the water and the sodas and stuff and I don't remember who made it It was all in Greek. And anyway, it was a black tea that ordinarily, I I think ordinarily, I would not like this because it had a faint hint of peach. And I Mm -hmm. don't like peach flavored things. And I don't really like flavored Is it possible the bottle just said Snapple, but with Greek letters? It was not Snapple. Also because it was much thinner than Snapple. Okay, I know Like, you know how Snapple is like kind of, anyway. Viscous, yeah. Yeah. Okay, This was so delicious. It was like the flavor of black tea, a hint of some mysterious fragrant fruit, and a little bit of sweetness. And I I want that. Yeah. You know, okay, wait. You know what is going to be in the beverage section of my supermarket? I have two lost bottled beverages that are long gone and I will never taste again. And I remember it as being the most delicious things ever. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, now I can never be proved wrong because they're never coming back. One was Trader Joe's Granny Smith apple juice, which was just like a, you know, in the jarred juice aisle. But very, very good. And the other was something I used to get back in New York that was uh, Snapple French Cherry Soda. I don't Ooh. know what made it French, but okay. it was a cherry soda in a in it, it wasn't exactly a, like a wide mouth Snapple bottle. It was more more like a soda soda bottle with like a smaller twist off cap. But it was always like whenever I found it, like in a deli or or a newsstand type of place, it was always just ice cold. And this, like, just really good cherry soda. Oh, yes. So we're going to have both of those. You know, I, I think I'd also like to have a really good drinkable yogurt. Oh, like a Yop? Yes. Like a really good one that's, like, not too sweet. There yeah, was one. Yeah, not um, Yop, but I still love Yop. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I want a good drinkable yogurt. Okay. Okay. Great. How about alcohol? I feel like this could we could go down a real oh, rabbit hole here. Oh dear God! Okay. Well, I already hit up. I I already walked us down the pre-batched cocktails right. bulk section. I I don't feel strongly about the rest. I I want a good selection of French and Italian wines. Okay. That's not very unusual. Uh, I want a great cider section, and they actually have Ooh. a lot of great ciders at my at my local QFC. But I want like a section of like these are the real ciders made with real cider apples. Cool. And, like, focusing on like local stuff because there's lots of great ciders made in the Northwest. Have we ever done a cider episode? Mm-hmm. I don't think we have. I don't know. I would like to do that. Great, let's do it. Okay, okay. oyster crackers and cider. Oyster yes. crackers and cider. Breakfast of champions. Okay, Matthew, freezer case. The freezer case. Why don't you Why don't you kick us off here? Okay. So here's the deal. My freezer case, again, kind of like my produce section, is going to have like a lot of the normal things that you find in the freezer case. But it is always going to have a variety of types of ice cream sandwiches. So yes, there's always going to be like a good basic like rectangular ice cream sandwich with the sort of chocolate cookie thing that gets like soft. You know what I mean? The yeah. classic. Okay. Then there's always going to be something like a, well, here on the West Coast, you can get Ruby Jewel, you know, those individually. Oh, those are the pe- they're so good. So there's always going to be like that, like, you know, like a whole range, like high to low, inexpensive to expensive ice yes. cream sandwiches. I also want there to be um, Safeway Select brand dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> yep, definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. The pot stickers, I should clarify. I want there to be my recipe. So I want someone to stock a freezer case with pancakes and waffles already made from my recipes. The recipes oh, that I Oh, interesting. Like, so that like I could buy toaster waffles that are like 
the sourdough waffles that I've been making. This well, year. in fact, it or, sounds like you know it I mean? sounds like you're going to be making those and stocking the freeze, freezer case, and like you know, customers are going to elbow each other. And like, isn't that the owner of the of the store? Like the CEO? Why is she putting waffles into the freezer? <laughs> <laughs> like one by one, unwrapped waffles. Well, it will be because I have slowly fired all my employees <laughs> with my t- terrible labor practices, or not slowly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like the first couple of days of, of after your supermarket opens, it's going to be it's going to be a, like a well-run machine, a well-oiled mm-hmm. machine. And then by day three, like it's going to be down to a skeleton <laughs> crew and you're trying to keep the uh, the cocktail keg tapped. I don't know what I don't know how, how tech taps work and the freezer full of waffles. Also, my freezer case will never run out of peas. I don't know if you've had trouble during covid times being uh, able finding frozen to peas. find frozen peas, but it it's been it's been tough. No, but I feel like all the time, like the the one frozen vegetable I, I'm looking for is somehow out of stock, especially like frozen Brussels sprouts. I really like. And, and sometimes they're just not there. Mm, yeah, no, but I they will you. be at my store. Yes. OK, take it away. My freezer case. When I go to like I've been making like every couple weeks, making a run to a Wajamaya and going straight to the freezer case and just making it pretty much a pure freezer run. And the reason, the reason is like, like uh, they have so many freezer items and like some of them are available for delivery and some of them aren't. And like some of them are much better than others. So I want my freezer case to have to like focus on frozen dumplings, noodles, and savory pancakes and really only have the best of the best. So like the sun noodle, frozen ramen noodles, uh, the Safeway Select dumplings, I agree, are fantastic. L and W fluffy pancakes, scallion pancakes. They they have these great uh, tamales at uh, uh, at Awajamaya from the Tucson Tamale Company that I've been getting every time. We'll definitely carry mm, those. Okay. So yeah, just like a lot of a lot of uh, like frozen Asian carbs, top quality stuff. Awesome. Okay. Is there anything else we need to say about our dream grocery? What about decor? What about decor? Okay, so one thing we haven't we haven't talked about is perfectly engineered food products. Like I feel like I'm going to have a shelf tag at my store that's going to like oh. call out perfectly engineered food products as determined by us on spilled milk. Oh, can I steal that idea? I want that too. And there's also, I mean, obviously there's going to be a suit of armor in my store and it's not just going to be a suit of armor that stands there stationary. It's going to be a mascot. Um and uh <laughs> <laughs> I when I was thinking about this, I'm like, I think I want the mascot to be named PFP, which is perfectly engineered food product, P-E-F-P, but pronounced mm-hmm. PFP. Uh, and it's a suit of armor that walks around uh, and, and just always is holding out a tray with free samples of some perfectly engineered food product. Matthew, I have an idea. Yeah. So, so far, I only have one idea. Or I only have one candidate for what I would name your grocery store. Okay. I have a bunch for yours, but I don't remember what most of them were inspired by. Okay. Well, so my concept for yours has a whole ad campaign and is now going to include the suit of armor. Okay. Yeah. So it's called the You've Got to Be Kidding Me store okay because that's what you screamed in your dream and and this seems random this seems random when you see it just like on the sign right but your store is famous for its ad campaigns which include you and the suit of armor in conversation oh i think you say in bed and like one of us like sits bolt upright and says you've got to be kidding me well that was that was one of your valentine's day ad campaigns <laughs> the idea of a scene where someone someone is like waking up like like the morning <laughs> after with a with someone in a full suit of armor is very funny <laughs> so matthew this is going to be your valentine's day ad campaign okay I think. yeah okay but in general you're going to be famous for these ads where you and the suit of armor are having a conversation <laughs> about some sort of food products and one or the other of you exclaims to the other, you gotta be kidding me. And the other one thinks like, what do you mean, man? Like, no, I'm being serious. And and the one who said, you've got to be kidding me is basically saying, no, no, go to, you've got to be kidding me. They've got that item. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I, I also imagine like when you wake up next to the suit of armor, you're like, I don't remember everything that happened last night, but I remember it, there was a lot of clanking and it was great. Um, 
Okay, so I names I wrote down for your store. Bijou, I don't know where that came from. Oh, that was a kind of cheese, I think? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Lost Place, we talked about that. Uh, the Crab Sack. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that's right, because I'm going to have Dungeness Crab that is, a, like, perfectly cooked. In a, yeah, in a sack. And because you, you uh, like, were really focused on the, the big-ass bags of chips, I was, gonna, I was thinking the store could be called Molly's Big-Ass Deals, but, like, <laughs> local... Local teens would always would always be vandalizing the sign to, to like paint over the deals. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm up for all of these. Okay, great. Yeah, so I can't wait to direct your first ad campaign. I can't wait to see this either. Like <sighs> the suit of armor. Oh my god, it's going to be great. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, no. This is this is going to be great. I remember. Um, when we were, before we had opened Delancey, well, so we found the building where Delancey is because our friend Ben used to live like half a block from there. So frequently when we were building Delancey and working on it, we would have dinner at Ben's house like very late at night after we'd been working on it all day. And Ben, Ben is a opera director and he okay. came up with like um, an idea for a whole ad campaign that involved he, him and Brandon. And there was a jingle. I'm sorry, I don't remember what the jingle was. But we had a whole imaginary ad campaign for Delancey that involved Brandon and Ben in a, uh, a prop plane. Like a two-seater prop <laughs> I like it plane, already. yeah. And they're both wearing sort of like caricatures of like Italian chef costumes. Sure, and, and they have handlebar mustaches. And there's it's Brandono and Luigi. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. So um, I'm I, I'm here for all your ad campaign needs. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I've no, been, I'm I've been ready. doing it for years. I have a deep repertoire, as you can I wish, see. I wish we had, like, you know, video skills and could and could actually do this, but we don't, and so we won't. But if someone out there wants to make an ad for one of our supermarkets, we'll, uh, that would be great. Okay. I mean, we can't we can't offer you anything except love. I really hope one of our listeners has a suit of armor and that they're the ones who make the ad campaign, because I'd really like to see this, like, uh, animatronic suit of armor. If you're, I'm curious now, like, does one of our listeners have a suit of armor, either wearable or just like statue style? Let us know. Contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com or let us know on the Reddit. It's uh, reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk. Great. All right. Uh, you can find us uh, spilledmilkpodcast.com. Transcripts of the show are there so you can like read all of this. <laughs> Uh, you can, yeah, that's about it. Our producer is Abby Circatella. You know, rate and review the show if you like. And uh, until next time, thank you for shopping at Spilled Milk. <laughs> I'm, um, uh, I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm an animatronic suit of armor. <laughs> Not going to finish that thought. Anyway. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.